Hey guys, welcome to Hallowed Groundling and another Flashback Friday Fright Fest. I hope you guys are having a really great week. Um, it's been a really long week for me. Uh, really, I'm very tired, but I had today off, which is great. And I had today off because I'm taking kind of a mini vacation. Uh, tomorrow is my birthday. Tomorrow's my 40th birthday, which is wild. I, I keep saying it, and it's very surreal that I'm turning 40 tomorrow. I don't know. It's kind of kind of cool, but um, I like it. You know, birthdays are, are fun, and I'm, I'm glad I made it to 40. You know, why not? Anyway, <laughs> and uh, tomorrow I'm actually going to see uh, John Cusack as doing a Q&A. They're screening High Fidelity, which I love that movie. And he's going to do a little Q&A afterwards. So I'm excited to go see him at, in Boston tomorrow night for my birthday. Anyway, um, before I get started uh, for t- this week's podcast, I wanted to just talk about a few things. Uh, last Saturday, I went to Scaracon in Framingham, Massachusetts with my darling dear Bill. And we had a really great time. Uh, it's a great little convention. I, I had so much fun. It's small, uh, but it, it's got a lot into it as well, you know, and there were a lot of great people there. Everybody was so friendly. I, I talked to other fans. They were so nice. All the celebrities I met were super nice. So that was really great. Um, I didn't meet everybody there. Uh, there were a few people that I'd already met. Um, and then, you know, I kind of focused in on a few and then, you know, looked at a lot of the vendors and bought a lot of stuff. <laughs> um but I did get to meet Tom Savini. I put the picture up on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, he was so nice. And, and he I was really starstruck when I met him because I loved him for a million years. And to be standing in front of him was pretty cool. And I had him sign my Grand Illusions uh, textbook, his makeup textbook that he had published. And... Um, Author Mike from Dark Ink was there, who is the publisher, and he also signed the book for me, which was really nice. Um, if you haven't checked out some of the other uh, Dark Ink stuff, it's pretty cool. Um, he did The Killer and I with uh, Kane Hodder. That was a lot of fun. I met him at um, TerrorCon. I, I met the the publisher, and he he's such a nice guy, and he, he was so sweet. He sat right next to Tom Savini, so... When I when I handed him Tom Savini the book, he like look look Mike look he held it up <laughs> to him, and I realized I said oh my god he's the publisher of it I didn't even put two and two together, but anyway he was really nice I also had him sign my Friday the Thirteenth poster, and uh, yeah it was great meeting him I was I was very starstruck when I met him, I uh, I also got to meet Amy Steele uh, which a lot of you might have seen the picture on Instagram as well she was so nice. I got to tell her uh, the funny story that I loved the movie Walk Like a Man when I was a little kid so much with Howie Mandel. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. It's super wonderful. It's funny, very sweet. Christopher Lloyd's in it. It's got a really great cast. Cloris Leachman. All these amazing people are in it with her. And she plays Penny. Brief synopsis, it's about a very rich family and the son ends up out in the woods with wolves. Like he, he, you know, gets abandoned by accident ends up with the wolves, gets raised by them, and he comes back, and his older brother has kind of like, Christopher Lloyd plays his older brother, and he's kind of taken over, and if he can be acclimated back to society, then he'll get his inheritance, but of course, the older brother doesn't want that to happen, and um, Amy Steele plays this character named Penny, who's supposed to kind of help him get back into um, society, and she was so great in it, and I loved that movie so much, and then when I saw Friday the 13th Part Two as a teenager, I looked, and I said, Oh my God, this movie has Penny in it. This is amazing. You know? <laughs> and I told her that story and she laughed. She thought that was, she's like, Penny, isn't Penny great? I'm like, she is. She's so awesome. So 
Amy Steele was so sweet, and uh, I really enjoyed meeting her. It was pretty cool. And she also had the uh, the blue sweater with her, which she would hold for photos if you wanted her to, but I didn't I didn't ask her to. Um, but she was really nice, so that was great to meet her. Uh, I also got to see David Naughton again, and I had him sign uh, the photo op that I had had taken with him back at uh, TerrorCon in Rhode Island. And uh, he signed it, um, always a pleasure, which I thought was very sweet. And he was really nice to me when I went over to see him again. Um, And then, of course, we went over and uh, I didn't put a picture up because we took a a pro photo of it. I could take a picture of the picture. But uh, we did go over to um, take a picture with Elvira, uh, Cassandra Peterson. Um, She was so nice. She flirted with my boyfriend, which was wonderful. Uh, She told him he looked like Frank Zappa, which... I had never put two and two together, but he does kind of look like Frank Zappa. <laughs> and um, and she said she you know she liked that. She's like we were friends, and I, I you look like Frank, you look like my friend, you know. And, and it was very funny. She was flirting with him definitely, and it was it was really cute. Um, and we took a nice little picture with her and met her real fast. But I didn't go over and have her sign anything because her line was so long, it was ridiculous, and then we didn't want to wait in the line. But anyway, we walked around the floor. After that, we saw a bunch of vendors. Um, so a lot of cool people. Uh, I was introduced to this new artist that I really loved named Mitch O'Connell. If you guys have never seen him before, please go check him out. He has an Etsy store. Uh, there was a vendor there with some of his artwork, and I fell in love. It's absolutely beautiful. I want to get some of his prints. I didn't end up buying any when I was there because I didn't budget out for how much they were, but they're really amazing. You have to go check them out. They're, he, he does these kind of like cool like rockabilly you know, old classic monsters with new monsters, just all these prints that are beautiful. He loves um, Vampira, so a lot of, and I love Vampira, so a lot of them had Vampira in them. Uh, he did one that was of Plan 9 from Outer Space, that that was the one that I really fell in love with, and and then went on his Etsy site and saw another one with, like, Monster Drive-In with all these, like, horror characters at the drive-in, and I just love his work. So go check him out, Mitch O'Connell, once again, on um, he has an Etsy page, and he's just incredible, Chicago-based artist. So I discovered him. I ended up buying some artwork, which was great. Uh, we got some really cool prints and a lot of fun stuff. So it's been awesome. Um, we, we had a really good time. Sorry about that little burp. Um, that was my calendar on my computer. Anyway, <laughs> so it was a great day. And uh, I really want to go back. I would love to go back maybe possibly like uh, with a table or, or something fun like that. Um, seemed like vendor, was pr- vendor um, options were pretty uh, flexible and cool. So I'm thinking about it. Uh, I really enjoyed it. So definitely check it out next time they're around. Um, Then Saturday night, I ended up going to see Hereditary. Uh, I did post about this on Twitter and on Facebook. Hereditary is amazing. If you guys have not seen it yet, go out and see it as soon as possible. It's such a great movie. Um, I felt like I'd been hit like with a, a board in the head by when I came out of it. It was such a, it's such a wild movie and I can't even explain what it's about to you because honestly, I feel like I would ruin something for you. I mean, you can read the brief synopsis of it online. Um, Tony Collette's as usual, absolutely incredible in this movie. Um, it's, it's just really well done. Um, it has, like I was talking about last week in the um, Haunted House podcast about slow burns when I was mentioning The Changeling and how it's a slow burn and how that's kind of getting away from horror movies now. This movie is a total slow burn, and it's awesome. Um, There aren't a ton of jump scares. 
there are a few uh, that are very well placed. It's just such an amazing movie. Ari Oster uh, directed it and wrote it. Did a beautiful job. He he did such an incredible job of with this movie. It's it's amazing. Um, also, the one Amelia Shapiro who plays Charlie, the the daughter in this, she's incredible as well. Gabriel Byrne plays her husband, who is always stellar. It's just a really, really great movie, and uh, you guys should check it out as soon as possible if you have not. Don't let people ruin it for you. Don't let them ruin it at all. If they try to tell you what it's about or you start to read some kind of spoiler thing before you go see unless you're that type of person who likes a spoiler, don't read any spoilers. Read as little as possible about it. Just go see it. That's my recommendation to you guys. So with that being said, let's get started on this week's podcast. So this week's topic on Flashback Friday Fright Fest is doll movies. Um, This is a subject that I love. Uh, This is another one that I'll probably revisit. Actually, I mean, when I made my list, once again, it was just like the horror movie list. I realized that there were movies that I would probably want to talk about again in other aspects, like on other topics, um, because they they would fall under another director or another topic. Um, And so I focused in on ones that I thought, you know, would be perfect for just this topic of doll movies. So um, the very first movie that I want to talk about is the movie Dolls. Uh, It's 1987, uh, directed by Stuart Gordon and written by Ed Naha. It is excellent. For those of you who have not seen it, please check it out as soon as possible. I just recently bought the Blu-ray edition of Dolls. Um, I didn't own it on on VHS or on DVD. It's such a great movie. It's, It's cheesy and it's fun. Um, so just like kind of a, a brief synopsis of the movie, it's about this, this couple who have a little girl, um, stepmother and, you know, it's his, his daughter and, uh, they're not very nice to her. She's this little girl. She's very sweet. And, uh, she loses, like, she drops her teddy bear. Like, well, actually her mother, her stepmother throws the teddy bear away and the little girl has a really great imagination. They're out in the English countryside. Their car breaks down. They end up coming up to this country house and coming in and um, meet this wonderful old couple. And the husband is a doll maker. And he gives her a punch doll because uh, her name's Judy. So it's Punch and Judy. And all these kind of like, so other people end up at the house that their cars break down and they all end up at the house and, um, all of the dolls that he makes end up coming to life. So of course, <laughs> cause you know, that's just the way it is, but you know, the dolls only focus in on the bad people. Um, but it's a really fun movie. It's, uh, you know, um, some of the cast, let me just talk about the cast quickly. So Ian Patrick Williams, uh, plays David, the father, um, Carolyn Purdy Gordon plays Rosemary, his wife. Um, Carrie Lorraine plays Judy. She's so cute. She's such a sweet little girl. Um, then Gabriel is played by Guy Rolf. Incredible performance. He's really great. And his wife, Hillary, is Hillary Mason. Uh, same name, which is always kind of creepy. Um, and then there's this other hitchhiker. Well, sorry. There's this other gentleman who shows up, and he has two hitchhikers with him. Uh, he's Ralph, and he's played by Stephen Lee, who's still around and really awesome, too. And then the two hitchhikers who are kind of – one is dressed 
totally in a ripoff of Madonna because this came out in the 80s. <laughs> she has the rubber bracelets and the crucifix and the, you know, uh, mesh shirt. She, she's like totally a Madonna knockoff. Um, is actually played by Bunty Bailey, uh, who her name, her character name is Isabel. But um, Bunty Bailey was actually the girl in the Aha Take On Me video. If you remember the one that goes into like the comic strip, that's her. Um, and I was I was really excited to to realize I, I had never realized that before until I did some research on the movie. I was like, oh my god, I never realized that was her, and I love that video. So. She's great. And then uh, Cassie Stewart plays Enid, the other uh, hitchhiker. And they're both friends and they're trying to like rip people off there. So you can imagine how they end. Um, it's just a really great movie. It creeped me out as a kid, um, but it's, it's, it's lovely and it's really fun and silly. The Blu-ray treatment that I mentioned earlier is wonderful. They did a great job with the Blu-ray treatment. Uh, there's all kinds of extras on it. And it has um, stop motion in it, and it, it's really very charming uh, when you watch it. I, I love, see, I love stop motion. I think it's, I think it's amazing, and I, I'm always charmed by it when I see it. I just think it's really um, a very lost art, you know, that we don't see anymore, obviously, because people just do computer animation when they get the chance. So, if you haven't seen it, please go out and see it. Dolls from 1987. So the next one on the list is Magic from 1978. Um, Magic was directed by Richard Attenborough. Uh, yes, uh, John Hammond from Jurassic Park <laughs> and a million other things. I just mentioned Jurassic Park because, you know, I love that movie. Uh, and also written by William Goldman uh, from, you know, The Princess Bride, uh, All the President's Men, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. I mean, William Goldman's been around forever and he's an amazing writer. And uh, this, so the cast is incredible. Uh, Anthony Hopkins plays Corky and Fats. And uh, I'll explain that in a minute if you haven't seen the movie. Um, Anne Margaret is in it. She plays Peggy. And Burgess Meredith is in it as Ben. Um, It's just an amazing cast. So basic, just a quick synopsis of the movie. It's about this gentleman who's like a magician and he has, he's a ventriloquist. And you know, he has, uh, Burgess Meredith plays his agent and he's starting to get some fame and he, um, they, they want to give him like a special on TV and he's just completely freaked out. He's just seems like this eccentric kind of performer and he runs off and goes and and sees his like childhood sweetheart played by Anne Margaret. And they think at first they don't recognize each other, you know, and it's very charming and sweet. And, um, so, Anthony Hopkins, that's the, the, the ventriloquist name is, is Corky and, uh, the dummy's name is Fats and Anthony Hopkins is actually credited as both of them very rightfully. So, um, this is a really wonderful movie. If you have not seen it, please go see it. Um, I know it's streaming right now on Shudder, uh, on, on Amazon prime and it's, it's occasionally, I think streamed on Netflix, but I might be wrong about that. But it's a really wonderful movie, um, and it's not what you think it is. I, I, you know, I put it on here because it is a doll movie, but at the same time, it's not like a possessed doll coming to life. It's actually a really wonderful take on multiple multiple personality disorder and what that can do to people, and it's represented in such a way that makes it very creepy. Um, and it's, I love the tagline: "It's a terrifying love story." Because it, it is, it's kind of his obsession between like, and what's real and what's not, the, the lines are very blurred in it. 
Um, wonderful performances. I mean, obviously Burgess Meredith is a genius and he's amazing in this movie. I just rewatched it. I hadn't watched it in a while when I was, um, you know, doing research for this podcast and I, I forgot what a wonderful movie it is. I forgot how creepy it is and sad and, and funny occasionally, you know, it's a really good movie. Uh, interesting fact that I learned, um, that actually, Fats was the inspiration for uh, Slappy from Goosebumps. So if you ever watched Goosebumps or read Goosebumps, there was a ventriloquist dummy episode, and um, he was the inspiration for Slappy on that, which I thought was really fun. It's also very reminiscent of um, the dummy from The Twilight Zone, which is on my list, but I'm going to do Twilight Zone podcasts, so I didn't talk about any of that. <laughs> I have a couple of, of course, doll episodes of Twilight Zone that I love, but I was like, mm. it's, so it's a little reminiscent of that as well, but that's also like a possessed doll. This is more like, we, you never get the answer, you know, and that's the creepy part, but it's more about multiple personality and how they can take people over. So if you have not seen it, go see Magic, please, quickly, uh, from 1978. So that's the second one today. So my third pick... Um, I'm kind of going with the, I'm going downhill with this podcast, unfortunately. Um, and now I have good things and bad things to say about this next one, but the next one is Dead Silence, which came out in 2007, directed by James Wan and written by Lee Winnell. Now, I almost didn't put this on because I really want to do a James Wan podcast because I think he's brilliant. I love James Wan. He's one of the most interesting filmmakers, horror filmmakers that's come out recently. He knows how to make a good horror movie. I mean, I love his stuff. I love The Conjuring. I love Insidious. I love all of his stuff. I think he's brilliant. Um, and this movie is is very charming in its own way. I think it's... Um, so quickly, brief synopsis about it. Um, it's basically about this guy who, him and his wife, he gets a, a ventriloquist dummies left on his doorstep. And he goes out to get some Chinese food for him and his wife. He comes back, his wife's dead. And the doll's, like, sitting there, you know. And he, of course, gets accused of of killing her, you know, by a local detective. And he's from this small town, and he goes back to the small town to bury his wife. And there's this legend in the town about this um, ventriloquist named Mary Shaw who um, had all these dolls. And there's, like, a, a nursery rhyme about her because there was this, the town basically took her down because she was like accused of murdering children. And there's a, like an old legend that if, you know, you see her and you scream, she can kill you, you know, and there's a whole like, uh, nursery rhyme to it, which I can kind of remember part of it off the top of my head anyway. Um, so that's kind of the basic premise of the movie. He goes back and like, you know, you, he's basically trying to like figure out, you know, um, what happened to his wife, like what, how this happened. He brings the dummy back with him and everything. Um, it's got, you know, a good cast. Um, Ryan Quantin plays Jamie. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that pro- properly. Uh, Amber Valletta plays Ella. That's his stepmother. Uh, Donnie Wahlberg is Detective Lipton in a sweet little funny role for him. Um, Bob Gunton is uh, Edward Ashen. And uh, Judith Roberts is Mary Shaw. She's like one of the standouts in it. So the the good points about this movie, it does have great atmosphere because James Wan really knows how to do good atmosphere in a movie. He's he's a brilliant at that, a genius at doing that. But there are some aspects of this movie that don't really work too. I mean, it 
it is kind of cheesy. He knows how to scare the crap out of people. And Judith Roberts is amazing as Mary Shaw. She's like super scary from like the moment you see her in a flashback to like all the way through when she's like the ghost basically. So there's a lot of good elements to this movie, but it's also kind of, I mean, it's a little predictable in some ways and it's a little cheesy. It does have a good ending. Um, you know, I won't say what it is in case you guys haven't seen it, but, uh, it does have a little twist ending and I, that I did not see coming the first time I ever saw it. And I don't know, it's not one of my favorite James Wan movies, but it, it definitely is weird and, uh, really well done because he, I don't think James Wan does anything poor, but, um, you know, it's, it's, it is like the ultimate in, in creepy doll because it, it, it's basically like, you know, they're everywhere in this movie. <laughs> it seems like they're all over the place. It's not just one doll. It's like a lot of dolls. Anyway, um, yeah, if you haven't seen it, I mean, check it out. You might like it. Uh, it's it, Like I said, it's not one of my favorites. But um, I always laugh at Donnie Wahlberg. Uh, he makes me laugh in that movie because he's just this, like, real cheeseball detective. And he shaves constantly. Why that was a choice, I have no idea. But he's always using, like, an electric shaver. Um, anyway, but if you haven't seen it, check it out. You might like it. Maybe you won't. Maybe you'll think it's too cheesy, but, you know, it's it's not my favorite James Wan movie. That's why I put it in here, and I'll probably cover him, like I said, another time as a director anyway. But there you go. So the fourth movie that I picked as well is um, The Boy, which came out in 2016. Uh, it was directed by William Brent Bell and written by Stacey Menier, um, starring uh, Lauren Cohan as Greta and uh, Rupert Evans as Malcolm. Jim Norton as Mr. Hellshire and Diana Hardcastle as Mrs. Hellshire. Um, so basically, just a brief synopsis, uh, this woman, this American woman, accepts a position as a uh, British nanny. And she goes out and sees this old couple at this really stately home. And uh, she come to find out it's a doll that she's going to be babysitting. And you know, she kind of laughs at first and they have all these like rules for the doll and, you know, and she like at first is like, yeah, right. When they, you know, after they leave, she's like, I'm not going to, you know, do all these things for the doll, dress it and, and, you know, read it stories. And she's like, I'm not doing, you know, but then she starts to see like all these little things are happening where the doll moves and she's like realizing that maybe like there's more to this, that the doll might be like coming to life, you know? So she uh, she starts to follow the rules, and uh, it's got a very uh, interesting twist ending. If you've never seen it, um, and Brahms is the name of the doll that uh, she's taking care of. I bring this movie up because I mean, it's it, you know, for those of you who've seen it, you know, like what the twist is in it and what what happens in it. But it's uh, the doll is very creepy, and the, I have to say that you know, as cheesy as the movie kind of is, there's some interesting atmosphere to it. It's really well done in some places. Um, they, I think they definitely, you know, were good at, at building the suspense up to what happens at the end of it. And I, di- I certainly didn't expect some of the aspects of it. So that was something that I really liked about it. Um, I thought it was just going to be a regular, you know, possessed doll kind of movie and it's not at all. So it had a good, it had a good surprise. Uh, I think it's really well done. Um, you know, it, it, it didn't like do very well at the box office. It was literally gone and like nothing. And I ended up seeing it on video and I really liked it. I thought it was a very interesting movie. Um, sorry, I saw it on streaming, not on video. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> it's available actually right now on Netflix. Um, really good movie. 
uh, check it out if you haven't seen it yet. So those are my four movies that I picked for this week. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. Like I said, I had a, a large list of movies that I had picked, and there's uh, different reasons why I, I didn't put them on here. Um, obviously, I didn't talk about Chucky. I didn't talk about Child's Play um, because that's going to be one on its own, I'm sure. <laughs> I really enjoy the Child's Play movies, and um, I wanted to talk about them separately. So he's somebody that I didn't mention. There's also, I mean, you know, um, Annabelle, I, I, I thought about Annabelle as well, but I think maybe he'll, you know, like maybe I'll cover those at some point. Um, cause I have highs and lows with the Annabelle movies and I definitely maybe want to talk about that in another one. That was reason. And as I said, you know, the, uh, the Twilight Zone ones, you know, those are going to be on their own as, as well. So, um, the only other thing that I wanted to mention because, it's kind of abridged from last week's podcast was the, um, I wanted to mention the clown doll in poltergeist, um, still scary, still creepy, still weird. I, I, every time I ever see poltergeist, that scene always freaks me out. I think it freaks everybody out. I mean, clowns, you know, they're weird anyway, but that clown doll is just when it wraps its like arms around the kid's neck, I always freak out and you hear it's like maniacal laughter it's ugh, why anybody would have that doll in their house I have absolutely no idea because I would never um <laughs> but I wanted to mention it because it is one of like the scariest possessed doll scenes that I've ever seen so um you know it's it's an honorable mention most definitely so um next week I'm going to be heading out to comic-con at uh, foxwoods and I'm going to be meeting the amazing Robert England. I'm so excited. I know I've mentioned this before, but I'm really excited about it. And uh, Comic-Con actually made another really cool announcement. Um, they're having Lance Hendrickson, which is something really exciting. I'm, I'm so psyched he's going to be there. That's somebody that I've loved forever. So they keep adding people, and uh, there have been a few cool additions to um, the guest list. So I'm excited to be going on uh, Saturday, the 30th of June. And with that being said, um, I hope you guys have a really great weekend and I hope you enjoyed this flashback Friday Fright Fest. Stay spooky, guys. See you later. Bye.